Well then, hello. Welcome back to the second instalment of Talking Walls podcast. As always, we've got the cameras here and here on uh, myself and our guests today. Uh, hopefully this will be up on Spotify, iTunes a little bit earlier than last time. I know we had a couple of issues with that uh, previously, but of course on YouTube as well. So my name is Dave. I'm right alongside Matt Cooper. How's it going, mate? I'm all right, mate. Good to see you again. Good, good. We're with Tom Rouse, the old golden and black. Hello. And uh, we're with Andy. How's it going? Good, thank you, mate. Yeah. Good. Yeah, very good. So uh, I'll start off with uh, you, Andy, because obviously on Twitter, for such a long time, yeah. you're under... Was it Walls Academy? Yep, Walls Academy. So what was that? Was it following the, the academy up and down more or less? Yeah, pretty much, but primarily 18s and 23s. So yeah. just before they get to the first team, hopefully. So I mean, how, uh, why did you stop then? You just wasn't enjoying just it anymore? Just time commitments, because it was really really mm. hard work. The people, especially away games, I had to be out to people all over the country and getting things, and it was really full on. So yeah. I just didn't have the time. So. Yeah. Oh, I mean, is there, a, is there an, I mean, we'll talk about it more later, but has there been anyone that you've seen sort of in the academy that you thought, wow, this guy's going to be something really, really special? Maybe not, not gone on to that, or someone that you've, you've seen sort of at a young age, like Morgan, maybe? And it's, yeah, well, Morgan and Zelly are the obvious one, oh, yeah. but. Um, Zelly. He's yeah. <laughs> a first hundred million pound player. <laughs> you always slag him off, but he's still doing all right. He's yeah. a professional footballer yeah, yeah, yeah. in League One. It's not like Morgan. Yeah, he's a football podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, but when you saw, when I saw Morgan playing for the fifteens and he uh, for the under 18s sorry when he was fifteen and he mm. just got accelerated straight up and he didn't hardly play for the twenty threes and then he went straight up to the first team. Were you surprised with how quick he got into the first team? What do you think he, he literally was that good? Um, he is that good, but the circumstances helped a lot because he was in the Championship. Now. Yeah, if he was in the Premier League now, he probably <clears> wouldn't <throat> have got up now. And that's the major thing now. So you look at our twenty threes now, for example. You have to compare him to the players in the first team. Yeah. So like if you look at Ryan Giles, for example, is he is he better than Johnny Otto? No, he's not. Is he better than Ruben Vinagre? It's like Benny Ashley Seal. Everyone was saying around Christmas, oh, it's time to give him a chance. I was like, no, it's not. Like, no, Lennis, when he scored against The step up from under 23, yeah, I think he is absolutely... What was what was Brighton Bakari like? Uh, what, football-wise or personality-wise? <laughs> Both. <laughs> you know, he's got all the talent in the world, but he hasn't got, he hasn't got a brain. But on, on ability, again, but he's absolutely tearing it up. In yeah, league. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I said that. He's he scored again. If he can get his head straight, he's a championship footballer. Mm. But whether he can keep it going for a long period of time... What do you think it is of him that's not quite there? Cause he went AWOL, didn't he, for like one month? Yeah. Just disappeared. Yeah, he just went back to Nigeria. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just his personality and his family aren't with him over, over here and everything like that. So it, it is hard for him, but he's got all the ability in the world. If he can grow up and get, his, get himself sorted, he can, he can definitely make it. Would you make it to Wolves? Not in my opinion, but can you ever be a good professional? Do you know what I think? Because I, I think, from what I've seen of Morgan and, and, and Bright, I've unpopular opinion, but I really like Bright over Morgan. Gibbs like recently disappointed that, that, since the, the yeah. hype after the Chelsea, Chelsea Spurs game. game. Yeah. I think he's been brilliant, really. but since then he, he's, yeah. he's dipped. But you know, you're not going to be that consistent, is he, when he's what, 17, 18? Yeah, I true. think Bright's got. Similar ability to Morgan, but Morgan's got the brain and the work desire and everything else that helps separate him from everybody mm. else. Mm. But I still, I still think both will be successful and have successful careers. Yeah. Sort of thing. And that's the whole job of the academy to get professionals, even if they're not just at Wolves, yeah. anywhere else in Manchester. Yeah, you're doing well. You're doing well. I mean, I think you're sent off the other day for coming yeah, to Yeah, well, two, two yellow cards and it was. Yeah, he's still scoring goals. That's good to see. And he missed one game. He came back yesterday and he scored again. Mm. So. That's good. My mate's a Coventry fan and he said he's the best player they've had in, in years. He said he 
Apart from James Madison, he's well, a, he's, well, he's my quality. Mate goes, my mate, who's the Wolves season guard, he goes to see Coventry when Wolves aren't playing. Yeah. He just said he's too good, Mark, yeah. too good for that league. He said he's brains ahead of everybody else. We saw him last year against Man City. If he, if has, he, could, finish, if he could finish, he would have scored after it, don't they? I'll be so interested to see where he ends up. He literally could be top end of the championship, low end of the premiership, or he could be non-league. He didn't do anything in Scotland, really, did he? They didn't get a chance, they didn't get a sniff, I don't think. Really? Steve Clark, I don't think he'd give him any games. I've seen some players, like, I don't know if you remember a player called Connor Hunt, who we had yeah, 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 yeah. And I've never seen a player with so much ability in my life. Mm. And, like, he's, he's just absolutely wasted because of his attitude. I think he's playing for Villa Risky now. Is it? Like, oh, we'll have fun there, though, with Glenn, Glenn Tampley. No, I remember, <laughs> though. And his abilities. I, I, I know he's bringing football <laughs> manager turns into it, but when he was at Chelsea, at what... They say it was like five star potential, and at Chelsea, that is the ability to be one of the best. When he was 14, think, 15, 16, he was in the top. Yeah, 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 he got, and then he got, I think, because of attitude, he got kicked from Chelsea. Yeah. I was sort of glad when he got a chance, also, he had, he had a first team appearance, though, didn't he? In yeah. the championship, yeah, yeah. he had he's first a, team he's a good player, but attitude. Just, he's such a shame, man. though, isn't he? He's got such raw talent. Yeah. I suppose if you get everything at such a young age, it'd be hard not to kind of get sidetracked. Yeah, but attitude, attitude sorry, attitude's everything. They like, I know we're going on to the first team play where you look at like Dangerous Dave, he's got so far on his attitude, yes. his abilities. Yeah. I won't go that far, but compared to some other players, he hasn't got it. Because he works so hard and puts it in, he's been a professional his whole career, and then you look at. No, he's the ultimate professional, apart from when we played that cup game and you Nuno know, put him in the middle of the park and he kept going missing, so he pulled him off, yeah. Sucked, when I say pulled him off, I mean he substituted Just to make that clear. That's typical Matt Cooper, that is. Um, yeah, I mean. Academy-wise, I mean, what, what do you think the state is of the academy at the moment? Because obviously we're bringing in all these players from, from abroad. Mm-hmm. Do you think the academy's still got its future at the moment? Or do you think kids are going to look at Wolves again? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, they're still doing alright, but there's some transfers I don't agree with because they've been signed purely for business reasons. Mm. Like Duncan's Mazon, who is in middle 20s, that Ming Yang Yang, who mm. is um, again middle 20s. And I don't mind them signing them for business things because other clubs do that. But I don't want them in my under 23s taking the place of a local player because yeah. getting those minutes that, that's not acceptable for me mm. but to be fair to him this year it hasn't happened so much because I've had Jimmy there yeah. Yeah. and they've all gone <laughs> over there but they, they shouldn't be playing in the under 23 it's, mm. it's, it's a disgrace to have a 25 year old playing regularly yeah. in the under 23 yeah, yeah. Just, Paul, Paul Gladden <laughs> Paul Gladden as well in Chief uh, every week. but with us in the top half of the Premier League it's so hard for a player to get through regularly oh, yeah, yeah. And if I'm looking at them now, would a player get in regularly this season or next season? Probably not. You might get your Nile in here, Austin Samuels, they'll get minutes up front, but will they stay there regularly? Not at the moment. No. For me. No. Yeah. Do you not think Roland Giles could push through? Because what I've seen from him, he doesn't look too bad. Again, but again but what I've said before, he's, he's the same age as Vinagra, yeah. so you have to compare them. The Shrewsbury game, I found, with young players, you always think that they want the ball at their feet. He seemed afraid that game. He seemed like he didn't want the ball at all. Well, I speak to his dad very regularly because I saw him a lot from the 18s and he's kicked on so much. He was close to not getting a professional contract a year ago mm. and he went on loan to Telford and absolutely ripped it up. Mm. And he's got so much confidence and um, he's looked really good. I know Tim Spears says he, he, you know, he speaks really well as well. He's a lovely yeah. kid, he's got a lovely fan. Mate. Yeah. The next, I'd, I'd send him out on loan yeah, next year, I think, if I was him. But like where, said, where would you send him? What kind of level? League one. League one. Yeah. But you have to compare like I said, you have to compare them to the players in the first team. They're all good players. They won't be at Wolves at twenty three level <laughs> if they're not good footballers. Mm. 
that compare them to the players in the first team because yeah. that's what they're pushing towards. Uh, so what, what Nuno's saying now is that with signings, they're not going to sign anybody who's as good as what they've already got. They've yeah. got to be pushing them. Yeah, well, that's why I think, um, obviously, we touched on Morgan Gibbs-White. He was he had a couple of good spells towards the start of the season, but I think he, I wouldn't have been surprised, I wouldn't have been disappointed to see him go out on loan in January. I think it was murmurs, and I think he was looking at his mates in Germany, Germany. thinking, you know what, Bundesliga. That's yeah. thing, it's a really weird one. I keep changing my opinion about that, because he, he's, he's, he's training with really, he's training with oh, yeah. yeah. and yeah. Neves, and being trained by <coughs> Nuno. Mm. But I like players to get good minutes, so it's it is a really weird one. I keep changing my mind on it, and I'm, I'm not sure either way I've done it. It's it, since that Chelsea game at home, which he, he was brilliant in. The, since then, games have just seemed to have, have, have passed him by. Really, he doesn't influence the game, and that can't be great for his confidence right. if he's, you know, coming on and not he, having any kind of. He seems to have been sussed out as well. He's, he's got like one little trick where he pushes the ball out in front of him, and defenders are yeah. stepping off him now and then just nicking it off. We him. young players, you have to stick by them. Like you yeah. look at your, you look at your Harry Kane's. Um, I saw him multiple times on loan in the championship and other clubs, and I saw absolutely nothing in nothing in him whatsoever. Mm. And Mill, he was at Leyen Orient, and look at him now, but absolutely yeah. well be. So you got to stick by players. It's by no means. There's obviously a definite raw talent there. It's just kind of shaping it, isn't it? And I'm sure under Nuno's guidance, he's probably the best person going yeah. forward. I think it's taken him a long time to actually work out what his best position is. As long as he's yeah, seen him like centre mid, and then he's still in that wide. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he's a centre mid. No, so um, obviously we've had a, a word on the academy. Well, let's get to first team football. I think we're all there to witness one of the best games at Molyneux for a few years. Um, wow, what a game. The best game ever. Yeah. <laughs> best game ever. Yeah. Wall, no, Molyneux, certainly. Wolves 2, Manchester United 1. Wolves semi finalist, Clay Sarah Sarah. Um, Matt, let's get your thoughts on it to start with. It was genuine tears for me at the end. That's probably, like Tom said, the best game I've seen at Molyneux. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I, I put to be out so it's hard to pick a man of the match out of that, that 11 because they all battled so hard and I know Solskjaer came out and said you know, we were poor but we were just better we were just a better we team we made them poor though. yeah, yeah. The, we just nullified everything they had going forward they had what one shot on target and you know, it was you know, clinical but mm-hmm. apart from that they, they barely laid a glove on us yeah. um, I thought Jimenez and Jota linked up again so well Defensively so solid and Matinho was just ridiculously good. Neves back to his best as well. Is that multiple? I'll have to drop down up to the championship. <laughs> Get his performance. He was Premier League to change the ball. He was shooting a lot more, did you know? Yeah, yeah he, he was. He, he, he must be like a psychological yeah. thing because I, I don't know much about that much about football, so there can't be that much difference. No, no. He'd have like his back to goal, 40 yards out in the yeah. south, and like, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in, term, yeah, as you say, in terms of performance, Wolves really did stop Manchester United from creating anything really that no, we were talking about it earlier John Ruddy had very little to do I think I could have been gone yeah made one save at uh, first half shot from range <laughs> and then other than picking the ball up uh, at the back of his net at the end he didn't even have like, crosses to do with that no. didn't really do um, a few lot of scampers across his six yard box but again yeah, nothing major though was there the only one chance I had that not involved in Ruddy was I think Martial and Den Donk made a really good block in the first half I think that was a that was a decent chance for them, but um, again, it was only a half chance. Yeah, because that's when they started to come into the game, didn't they? A little bit, and then after that, it was just it was all one way. Yeah, I, I, was, I couldn't believe it. I can't believe how poor they were. 
Yeah, and I quite like that the media focused on how bad United were. I th- I quite like still being under the radar and not being because we were tremendous last night. We were it's the best I've ever yeah, seen. Some Wolves fans do get a bit wound up without that. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the more because it just adds pressure to the team. Yeah. I think the more praise they get, um, whereas it, as we're under the radar at the moment, still now going into the semi-final stuff. So. Not underdogs, but Watford have been in the Premier League longer than we have. They're a good side as well, Watford. Yeah, they've been to so many years. Well, at Molyneux, yeah. yeah. So I quite like the underdog tags. It's all about our midfield three for me. Matinho is absolute joy to watch. He's a Rolls Royce, and he's majestic. The thing that surprises me about him before he comes is how hard he works off the ball. There's mm. nobody that works harder than him on that pitch. Matinho, mm. he's been the 90th minute, he's 32, 33 years old, and he works harder than anybody. Yeah. Considering when we saw him, everyone yeah. said his legs had gone. Yeah. <laughs> his legs were all right well, so he, far. He said <laughs> this year, uh, this week, he went five hundred with 10 years. 10 years, <laughs> that's all that. Well, yeah. then Donker's getting the best out of him, isn't he? Because he, he's doing good. all the hard work. Yeah. It gives like, them yeah. a little bit more space to play well, that, that, that was key yesterday. I think they, they did two jobs very well. The first one was stopping Pogba from creating anything. I know... Early, like mid middle of the first half, he drew a couple of fouls, got a couple of bookings. He's booted off. Yeah. Head, but then at the same time, Neves was just getting that space and he just dropped a little bit deeper. And he, the amount of times, like it was just right hand side to Neves, left hand side, left hand side to Neves, to right hand side. And, and that's why he played so well. Obviously, he had his couple of efforts on goal, but some of it was passing. I think yeah. was it the pass to Jota first oh, half. Well, there was a couple seen of those. Like, not enough. Not enough. The Leicester game. It was brilliant last Yeah, it was brilliant. That's the best game he's had, and yesterday was up there as well. He's, you know, he's, he says he's disappointing, but he's only just turned 22. You've got to remember but that. But again, it's sort of, I imagine that it's putting the top teams off going for him because he's not, he's not consistent enough yeah. to get for that level. So that gives an extra. Well, I think the 110 million they, they wanted was, uh, what do you say, an FM? Hands off. Hands <laughs> off warning. Hands off warning. Hands off warning. Yeah, that, that was only in the press, though. <laughs> yeah. That, that doesn't mean any yeah. numbers, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know why you'd, why you would want to leave still because he's come to the championship to play for Wolves. Why you would leave on the cusp of European football and a semi-final and possible final? Why you wouldn't want to go now? Results like last night as well. I think there was like seven, eight million people watching. Yeah. For all the footballers that we'd be looking at, will be watching that and seeing what we can do. Mm. So players that we'd be looking at in the summer, they'll see that and see how well we're doing. And it's only going to help us. I right. wish Costa would have played, but that's the case. Quick sign. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I, I, I think that as well. And um, the, the chances that players are getting, I'm, I think players are going to look from abroad and think Jimenez, yeah, he might have struggled a little bit in Portugal. Oh, not saying he struggled, but he didn't struggle to get the game time. Yeah, yeah. Get the game, but I mean, I think big players over there are probably looking and thinking, wow, like Matinho. He's gone from this level, Neves and, and, and so on, and he's going to attract more and well, more. But Jota said, didn't he, in the week about his uncle telling him what a mistake he'd made, and he was there last night watching him. Yeah, yeah. eating his words. Yeah. Don't, don't get it wrong, though. We're doing well for them. We're adding value to them. Yeah. We're getting them for oh. good contracts. We're getting them into their national teams. It's not just one way. Like yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. Well, I thought that about the national teams as yeah. well, because players on the, on the outskirts of the Portugal squad are probably thinking, what can I do to get in this Portugal team? Wait, there's four war rounds of wondrous players in there. Like the, yeah. even Costa got in and that. Yeah. He scored, didn't he? Yeah, but I mean, But yeah, you're right. Four four Wolves players in the Portugal team, which is fantastic. Um, and I think you're right. There's going to be players now that not just for Wolves, I think the Premier League as a whole is going to uh, raise its profile on that that yeah. side of things. And I think um, Wolves are so powerful now, though, and so. 
they've got the stature that I don't think we need to sell players. I generally don't. Not one of our players, I think, would go next season if another club wanted them. I think we're they're that they're that secure in at Wolves at the moment mm. that no player would worry about us leaving, leaving in the summer to go somewhere else. I'm that confident. The sky's the limit at the minute, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But, but going going back to um, well, last night, Saturday night, I, I don't think anyone could have been man of the match. It was that good. Yeah, just and just thinking about Matini as well. The difference now, you know, from two years ago, is that we have got a captain in every single position yeah, on the pitch. I agree. There are leaders everywhere. Um, whereas before, you look at the team, think who's going to who's, who's going to come grab out the, the grab, grab the game. Like Matini, we were under pressure for quite a few minutes in the first half and second half, but we were able to just gradually get up the field by his, you know. Tenacity. I, that, that, I, well. I, was, I was saying to you before we started filming a bit. Matini, I was filming with him and his. The yeah. goal because he'd have been the greatest assist. Yeah, he's been the greatest assist. He does score. Oh, yeah, really past them, yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously bounced off Pogba, didn't it? And then Jimenez, but that's a great swivel and finish. Yeah, such, yeah. A, yeah. such a hard He called the keeper off guard because yeah. if you look at it, he should have really saved that. Yeah, he should have saved the jotter as well, but he not complaining. Yeah. But I don't think you should say. I thought to say he should have had the first one was quite hard because he was going the other way when he got back on him. Yeah, I mean, he was in his arm. Yeah, is what I mean. But. If he goes in near the centre of the goal from anywhere, really, yeah. probably yeah. I should say. Yeah. But I thought he had a really good game, Romero, to be honest. And I thought the Jota was a good save as well. I wouldn't blame Jota for that. No, good keeping. Nah, straight off. Uh, I think it would have blamed him if he wouldn't have won. Yeah. What do you think of the red card incident, though? I thought, looking back now, I still think it's a red. The way he's cleaned him out, and especially the words that he gave him in the first half. Yeah. When, some of the yeah. when I first saw it from over the other side in the steeple, admittedly, I thought it was a yellow card. Now I've seen it back, one of them it could have been either way, to be honest. He was right in front of me at the time. I thought I thought that he was already on a yellow card, which is why people were chanting off. I was shocked then to see a red card. But it just shows you had the referee and the linesman and the fourth official within 15 yards of it, and they got it wrong. Just shows the VAR. That was the VAR doing it right though. Yeah. Like, like overturning yeah, it. Yeah. But, but at the same that, time. It's only a person's opinion, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly. only the VAR official's opinion compared to those. Should, should the referee not have gone and had a look at that then? Is that not what. I think they have to give a decision, then it gets referred. So I think. So like if there's a penalty, they give the penalty, I think, and then take it off instead right. of the other way around. Does that okay. make sense? I think. Anyway. It was crap money last night, having to wait. That's the first thing that happened. The goals as well, look, that you were still. Yeah, there I was didn't even think about it to be honest. There was a mini or something. The referee was like that. Too busy celebrating. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, I, I, yeah, VAR. What did you say? I think, of course, on that occasion, maybe overturned and, and, and made a correct decision. But as you say, it's still a person's opinion. Yeah. We could have had three of us in this room saying, I don't understand, it should have been a red card. Yeah. So it, I don't think it's ever going to be. Not necessarily on this game, though. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's so bad that. Like, I don't know if you saw Man City last night, they didn't have VAR there and that no. probably shouldn't have gone through because Swansea of the decisions. Just, be, just because Swansea. it wasn't a Premier League round, which isn't right. It's really but it was nine months ago or whatever. So. They, if it's in a, well, I say that, the FA Cup's quite difficult because you probably say maybe from the quarterfinals onwards um, you should have uh, VAR the whole way through or whatever, whatever ground. Well, I suppose in the FA Cup, I can't say have VAR every game of every round because you're going to have to install it in some non-league grounds and so on. So, but at the quarter-final stage, when there's only four games, mm. I think that's still important. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, you should be able to have it at four grounds when they're yeah, all, oh, they're yeah, all yeah, on definitely. television. It's not like it's like a ridiculous low low down level. Yeah. Even you know, Swansea were 
Premier League club for how long as well? So yeah, now we've got Manchester United in two games time. Yeah, yeah. we'll um, almost definitely lose that. But who's <laughs> <laughs> asked? That, that was that was yeah. a big game. Yeah. I can't. I, I just can't believe we're actually going to Wembley. You know, know. what's it? 2013, we're singing, we're going to Shrewsbury. Yeah. 2019, we're actually going, we're going to, we're going to <laughs> Wembley. Like, it, it's surreal being a Wolves fan, the amount of shit that we've had to watch down there. But it's just great. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Genuine. And genuine just the, the emotion that I had before the game, like I woke up last, uh, yesterday morning, and just like kept welling up at the thought of us possibly winning. And then when it did happen, yeah. like, like you said, yeah. they were genuine, genuine tears. I was pretty confident, though. I never felt Manchester United were going to score. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you know when, as we held on for such a long time, nil nil at half time. You think, you know, we, we're keeping them at bay here, but it's Manchester United. You know, they're mm. going to need one opportunity, and they'll put it in the back of the net. Yeah, they were really poor in mm. comparison to when I watched them against PSG. I thought there's no way that we're going to mm. win that game because they were, they were fortunate in the goals were gifted to them, and then that penalty. Yeah, I did think that though as well. But they had a fantastic result and stuff, but I don't think their performance was exceptional as such. And because they let PSG in a number of times as well, mm. and they could have. Uh, I don't, when I saw him. Rashford, Lingard, and Martial start, I was like, oh, Christ. Martial was terrible. Herrera and Matic as well. But then I, yeah. you say that Lingard, I think they rushed him back because he didn't. Uh, I thought, you, you keep leave. I know it's not right, but leave a couple of late kicks on him, intentional or not, and he's probably no, he's right. to get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The key thing I've noticed with Wolves against the big teams is that I think. You can see them getting frustrated. It happened against Chelsea. Like I know they scored in the last minute, but for ninety nine percent of the game, the game plan worked. They 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 can't get a breakthrough, so we've always got a chance of getting them on the break. Yeah. It's a yeah. good tactic to have. Yeah, I think well Manchester United as well. Longer the game went off, uh, yeah. on, it slowly opened up, and when we got the first goal, we saw how open they were uh, again well, for Jota's yeah. goal. They have to come out then, don't they? Mm. Yeah, particularly in a game where it is a knockout game, there's no point. Just well, it, uh, on the we were talking about it earlier, seventy seven club podcast, we were talking about because Solskjaer's got them quite counter attacking, mm. we're quite counter attacking, and it was as if who's going to have the a firm grip on the game or not? Are Manchester United going to hold the ball? But we have really good. They have got sixty seven percent possession. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's even though Manchester United had the ball, though, I always felt Wolves were in control. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's that that uh, possession stat surprised me because I thought you know we we did have good spells. Seventeen attempts on goal. Really, that's that's ridiculous, isn't it? It was like a game of chess the first twenty minutes. Yeah, Nuno won it because he said, right, you have the ball, you Mm -hmm. have possession because we like to counter attack as well. Can't do we, you, we tend to do that a lot though. We like take 10 15 minutes just to suss out the team, see how they yeah. build up, and so on. We can almost put a bet on that every game will be nil nil half time. Yeah, we're always one nil. I don't even see us yeah. being poor in the first half. I'll see it as a tactical thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not like we're consciously not trying to score, but it's a game we're not trying as hard as us. maybe we are in the second, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I, I always thought Kenny Jack, it was similar to that. Like, oh, it's completely different, completely yeah. different. Does anybody else compare yeah, Jack? Yeah. No, um, there was a, there was a, I don't know if it was a championship or League One, there was a phase where it, not like we weren't scoring, there was just, we weren't brilliant first halves, yeah. and then we'd always performed so well second half, and it was as if either. As I say, we were trying to suss the team out, or Kenny Jack was trying to suss the team out, and he'd tell them mm. exactly what to do. I was, I was confident as well the longer the game went on because of how fit our players are. I was just yeah. about to say that about the field. I think we got the most goals in the 90th yeah. plus minute, and it just shows how fit. Yeah. And if he was going to go to extra time, our bench in comparison to theirs was miles above it in terms of trying well, to That's why they, the, players, the players probably hate Nuno during the pre-season, but it definitely pays because they do oh. double fitness sessions and stuff yeah. like that. They probably Training absolutely... Yeah. Yeah. It's not relevant to this game, but how good is our backroom team and the mid Yeah, We'll be at five happen. injuries all through this season, yeah. three of them Jota or something. Yeah, we were bottom of the league, weren't we, for that? Five miles, so it's not even <laughs> it's, it's just suspicious, though, with what Johnny did his 
his ligaments. He's back in back the, the next week. Off yeah. to Spain for a week, are we, Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard the stories from the 50s when uh, they used to inject them with monkey, monkey hormones? Wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Was it Felix McGat? What was it they used to put on the thing? Was it meat or something? Yeah, they used to put some like cold meat on a wound or whatever and it would heal it faster or whatever. Really? There's some voodoo going on at Compton or something. Different world now. Mm, yeah, but you are right with the med with the medical thing. There was a table on Twitch. I think Manchester United yeah. like they say major injuries. I don't know if it was longer than two or four weeks. Wolves had had like one, next, I think. I think it was, yeah, one or zero or whatever. And Manchester United up there were like in the almost twenties. I think. Mm. So I think we've only had Johnny and Jota. Yeah, Jota for a little bit as well. It is a little bit worrying though now with the semi final and you've got players going away for ten days now. Oh, and they haven't no, got our medical team. They haven't got so our medical Watford. team. So have Watford as well. Though. Yeah, I half think, our squad are going away yeah. though, aren't they? So yeah. I think we're, quite, we're quite fortunate that, well not even fortunate, I know we're back to league football, I think we're quite fortunate it's, it's Burnley, so it's not like it's a ridiculous, difficult task, but at the same time they're going to be quite physical as well. So. I, I watched them yesterday and they were awful. They were awful at Molly. They, they were so, so bad. So the game before the semi-final, I don't know if it's a Manchester United game again, I could yeah, be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So do we rest our, a lot of our players again? We ca- I was yeah. thinking about this. We can't because we've got an eight, eighteen-man squad. Yeah, it's the so it'd be the team that plays against Cardiff a couple of weeks ago. It could be. We could team, isn't it? Really? Yeah, but. Do you trust him? Oh, to be honest, you did well. Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Trust him anywhere. Trust him to make a yeah. team. Well, I mean, Vinagre, <laughs> that could suit. I think he'd suit Vinagre. Um, he could do, to be honest. He could do. That Cardiff team, I think he could do well there. Against Burnley. Against, yeah. against United. Probably not United. Well, against United. Uh, well, it depends if he's going to rest, rest those players or not. Uh, if it's on the full day, though, as well. So you've got five, five days to recover from it. That's uh, normal sort of I think rest still, time, isn't it? Really? I wouldn't play Moutinho. I'd rest. I'd definitely rest him, and probably rest him and Jota. And it's on the Sunday now, so they got that extra day. Extra day, yeah. yeah. If Moutinho gets booked in the cup, he's out the final. I think if he, if he's in, I think it's. Is it two? Yeah, well, it was the case yeah. last night. If you'd have got booked, but I'm not yeah. sure if they get wiped. Yeah, I've said you get wiped. I've talked to my mate about this, and we don't actually know. There is, it is two yellow cards, but we don't. Because if you get booked in the first round and then you get booked in the semi-final, is it fair you miss the final? Well, exactly. I think yeah. it gets wiped every two rounds, I think. That's seems, just seems extremely, making it up seems extremely hard. I think he's so disciplined that he wouldn't get a yellow card if he knew that he'd missed the final. I bet the yellow cards, though, I think it's actually a really good thing because Man City are really good at it. The little pullback by Fernandinho, yeah. it's a very important thing to do. Even though it looks bad, mm. we're stopping Brad. Well, stopping. If he'd have gone through... He's got 10 yellow cards. If he'd have gone through and scored... Pogba, you'd be yeah. going mad at Neves and um, Bolly, I think it was. So it's a good thing to do. I think that's the, the Barcelona philosophy, though, isn't it? Isn't it Pep, like, Pep's the king of it. Is it like we win the ball back in eight seconds? Yeah, not if foul. you don't yeah. Yeah. It's Pep at Man City, it's just every little, it's a dark art, little foul. But I've know, just read here the caution count only uh, applies up to and including the quarter final, so I'd imagine semi final, if he gets booked, he won't miss the final. So he can kick anybody yeah, else. Yeah. Good. He what does that a lot, doesn't he? He's a little terrier. Mm. When he first came to Wolves, I didn't think he was going to be like that. He's he on the floor. Stuck in, he gets stuck in the mouth. Yeah, what a player. I love him. Rolls-Royce, man. I love the little drop kicks on Pogba. Was two, I think there was two of them. Was it Bolly on one and Neves maybe on yeah. the other one as well? Clearly, so like, but like at times when there was like three players around him and he was still getting around, I was like, jeez, he's, he's, he's good though, isn't he? He's a good player. Yeah. Well, have him on our bench. None of their other players impressed me though. Matic, you know, Matic impressed me the first half. He lost it in the second half a little bit, but I thought 
Well, yeah, he probably was alright. I thought everything was too slow with him. They took yeah. too many times. Yeah, he's very sluggish, isn't he? I don't turn his circle to queue With him, you could see he's got a game Edwards, so he's, he's my, my kind <laughs> of player. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a, when da- da- I think it was Dalek came to take a, a corner by us in the South Bank, everyone was booing him. I thought he's probably going to be playing for us he's next season. Down, <laughs> next season. <laughs> yeah, but uh, fan- cheeky, cheeky line. That's it. I mean, a fantastic victory, wasn't it? Obviously, we spoke about it. We just had a draw. Watford, let's go around. Thoughts on that draw, Matt? You I'm open. Watford, Brighton, or City, and you've got probably got the middle. Team yeah, I mean, we beat Brighton and had a bit of time in the season. Watford, probably one of the better teams I've seen. Down Wolves this season, but that was the probably start of our belief. We yeah. had two in midfield, Capu and Takura, absolutely dominated. Um, I think it's going to be a different game. I, I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. Wembley. Wembley. Andy, what do you reckon? I disagree, actually. I wanted Manchester City. Oh, Surely. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'll tell you, he had something on for the final yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. no, I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Because if we've got intentions of winning this, which we have if we're in the semi-final, they've got Spurs three days later. So I, I think we've got a good chance of beating Watford, but we'll have Man City in the final more than likely. Nah, so on. I wanted to... If, if we wanted to get to the final, it's a decent draw for us. But if we wanted to win it, I think it's a bad draw for us, in my opinion. I don't think it matters if we have to play City in the final. We've got... If you look back at our history of cup finals, we've always been massive underdogs. In the last two, 74 and 80, we were huge underdogs. We were playing against the European champions in Nottingham Forest, did them. Man City were massive. Did you go? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I didn't quite make that one. Like, in every year. <laughs> 74 as well, but City were miles above us in the league and stuff like that. So we, we play better as, as underdogs always. So I'd fancy, even if we did have to play City. So uh, start that we've lost our last four semi-finals. <laughs> I was there like, mm. but, but, but we've we've we must have been bright fingers. Oh yeah, he's the best cup as well. Yeah, he's Rio Ave. You won it with Rio Ave. I think he may have had a decent cup run with Valencia as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, he took Rio Ave to the first domestic final in the history, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Did they win? No. I don't know who did win. I think he got on the European football, though. I don't know if it's different. Whoever we played, though, you've got to be delighted to be fair. Oh, yeah. But what I will say, I'm delighted to be there, though. We deserve to be there, and we're good enough to win it. So don't just think, oh, that's why I'm glad we didn't win on the pitch, because it's a bit tin pot. We're at a status now where Mm. we can easily go and win this, and we're not an underdog against anyone anymore. I mean, funny, we've beat Man United, we've beat Liverpool, Bristol City are in a great run of form, obviously Shrewsbury is shit. Um, well, but you know, we deserve to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were two minutes away from going out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but you know, we deserve to be there. We haven't had an easy, easy run by no means. Yeah. Whereas you look at Mass- and those, uh, Bristol and Shrewsbury being away as well is uh, yeah. a big thing as well. But Bristol and lost in like fourteen yeah. games, had they? They'd won nine or <laughs> They've been on the ropes since we beat. It's going to be the same last year. And we've won at Wembley this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I said it earlier on to you guys, I think the way that we played yesterday, I think if we play like that again, against anyone in the country, we can give them a game, you know what I mean? It's really interesting to see how we play against Watford, who else the upper hand, whether we try and play them on the counter-attack or what. Yeah. I presume they'll try and be physical and have their, be intervening around that, but I'm confident that we can, we can beat anyone. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah, could, could have been a lot worse. So, Watford in the next round, uh, Wembley semi-final. Uh, we'll quickly look back at the last group of games that we've had as well, since the... Um, since the last podcast as well. So we did the last podcast right before the Newcastle-United game at home. Obviously, we went and got a... Uh, what was it? A 1-1 draw in the end? That was the Troy Masterclass, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Lugging up an under from a <laughs> rugby player, that cross. <laughs> Still found Bolly then, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. So it. That's it. The first game since that Newcastle game was against Bournemouth, the 1 1, the Roger East Classico. Oh, the dive uh, game. That's it. So the first, I mean, two penalties, um, one all, I think it was on paper, uh, looking at the stats, pretty even game. Josh King's goal and Jimenez's goal. Matt, Wall's performance did okay that game? Do you think we deserved the win or is it just a I don't think we necessarily deserved the win, but then Roger Ace was disaster. Might as well have took his Labrador and his white stick out onto the pitch because that was spring click out of it as well. Yeah, and that uh, it was awful. Well, that's a Bournemouth, isn't it? No one really likes Bournemouth. Yeah. Yeah. Nine players from the um, Premier League. It's mad, isn't it? I can't believe they still haven't. Have they got plans for new ground? Yeah, yeah. No. What, what's the point? But they ain't got enough plans to fill it. No. So, next game, Huddersfield, Steve Mooney. Uh, 91st year. Obviously, everyone's seen the Channel 4 one against West Brom fan TV, which is oh, yeah. pinned on more Twitter. You know, <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, can you try and recreate something like that? And I was like, what? Give us some points. Yeah, he's like, well, do attack versus defence. I was like, when you're not the better than us, so yeah. like, I've got, you know, West Brom is short, <laughs> so I at least had something to go on. That's why but with Van United, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm indifferent, I don't really care, so... Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it all because we got like, like from cut from um, from Codsall. I went to fifteen games last season. Heads <laughs> <laughs> down, boys. So no, it was obviously not for Jude to ask me. On. He's a top fella, Junior. Yeah. If you good, you know, yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have watched this far? Well, Spears always <laughs> says he like doesn't have it. Oh, well, he always makes out he doesn't have a clue who anyone is. I wonder if he's actually like he just doesn't look at anything at all, or if he knows. Um, Spears, now Spears. Like, we've got YouTube channels and stuff like that, and and that. You I would think he plays it down. I think they they have to do the same as like the club do. Like Nuno told me, here we go. He watched, <laughs> yeah. he watched my videos last season because they just want to know what normal people think about what's going on. I'm not be surprised. The paper, the paper, how, how often is it, like you do your job or whatever? If you go on Twitter, the chance of something coming up is very high. <laughs> very slim. No, it's high though, isn't it? Like, it's when Costa searched his own name and then found my tweet. Yeah, he gave him a zero <laughs> rating. Yeah, Costa <laughs> liked it. Yeah, that was it. Matt deleted it. He was scared. I Costa's going. I didn't. Good. I wasn't scared. So it's going to cause a lot of trouble. And then HITC. Absolutely rag of an article, put it up saying like held the cost of fumes at like in Wolves fans tweet and then had a few people jump on the back. One person wow. told me to kill myself. Wow. Um, so yeah, I'm still here, so obviously I'm <laughs> glad you didn't. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, we're moving on for that Huddersfield game. Jumping and getting back to full Cardiff. The the Adama Masterclass oh, map. The re- oh. Adama Reborn. <laughs> that was a very routine victory, wasn't it? It was weird. It was good though because there was all that meltdown on Twitter with the team coming out there 
two o'clock. It was reminiscent of. It was weird six, though. Seven, it? it was weird was though it? because I was I was waiting for like a meltdown, but like I think everyone sort of knew from about ten o'clock upwards that they, like there was going to be changes. So I think it was early. I knew the team. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So. It was as if everyone was used to what was going to happen, so no one was surprised as but such when it came out. The, the changes made sense, though, because Cardiff was so slow, we just picked our fastest players. They were like, yeah, they were terrible. It was one of those, though, when you, you saw at two o'clock, it was either going to be Nuno's a genius or Nuno's lost the plot. <laughs> and luckily, it was Nuno's <laughs> a genius. Yeah, think, whatever he does, you have to trust him now. He's yeah. had two good years. He could, yeah. If he made, if he made yeah. a few chances for semi final, which he wouldn't. That's the thing that really annoys me though with a lot of our fans. They think that he's immune from criticism. No one's immune from criticism. No, no, no. no. He was, certainly was after Huddersfield. That was. He made mistakes in that game. Yeah. The substitutions. I can't remember exactly what they were, but Costa on first and Cavalero on. Yeah, it was calling yeah, 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 out the two. brought Gibbs White and Cavalero on. Oh, that's Gibbs White, well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, he deserves to be criticised. Then. Dominic didn't come on at all, did he? Nope. No, that was it. Anyway, and he left half decent. What was the game before? Uh, Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came he came on and well, cameo, didn't he? And then, of course, the Newcastle game. He yeah, assist. Well, so he was on a decent. Run I thought Vinagre was really good against Cardiff. Yeah, he yeah, it shows good. he still got that. I think he was unfortunate I'm to not start uh, against Chelsea then after mm. that game. I, I just still play Johnny just because of the sort of pla- Johnny just because of the sort of player. If it yeah. was another game that was similar to Cardiff, mm. I could definitely. Well, say. I think it proves that Vinagre still obviously got the ability for this level, and and also he he can be trusted. Well, especially against the smaller sides, I think yeah. you know against the Cardiff. I, I do think he could be trusted against the big sides as well. It's yeah. just the fact that Johnny's a bit more defensive. He's like switched but, on yeah, sort of thing. But I think Vinagre could be he's a brilliant. Star, to be honest, yeah. Where do you see Vinagre next season then? Because but after Johnny's going to be our in. squad's so small though. Especially if we get Europa League, yeah. they'll have to. They'll get good. Yeah, if we get if if we Johnny get, can play on the right as well, which I think up Johnny can play centre half as well. Yeah, I don't think he'd be suited as such to our. To be honest though, because he played where Bolly plays. Yeah, all all the right side. Time, yeah. isn't it? In yeah. Spain, you don't really get those yeah. brute of a strikers yeah. that you get in our division. So yeah. I think probably the Spanish game's a bit more suited. But but the, uh, with Vinagre as well, do you see him staying as a left wing back? Because I always I, I keep looking I looking at him and thinking well, like right Gareth Bale type yeah. thing. Obviously, he has got the height and um, physicality as such. But <coughs> I just thinking, you know, he's that skillful and Gareth Bale sort of side, just maybe slowly moving up the pitch. I think they need to give him whatever diet Costa was on last. Last summer, when he came back, yeah. too slow maybe with muscle. Give him that over the summer and put him up front. I think because was it West Ham away? He came on. Yeah, he did. Look and he looked attacking. Good. Yeah, yeah. He's got the biggest uh, no, step overs. Not goose steps. Can't so if you're trying yeah. to step over, like you know, ball jump in the gym, the big yeah. huge. <laughs> so you're trying to step over. Gym ball, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, gym ball. Like. <laughs> the balls in the gym. Yeah, gym ball. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I wouldn't criticise him for missing him. They're both decent saving yeah. at the time, but yeah, I think he's a wonderful. I mean. Andy, what do you think about John Ruddy coming in? I'm seeing a bit that caused a bit of talk. I, again, um, I haven't seen things overly negative about it, but there was some. The one that surprised me slightly was that it was for that game and not the next one. So yeah. I, if I, like, I've never been a goalkeeper, but I'd have thought he'd want to play two games next to each other. Rather than one game, game, game break. But I was, if I wasn't overly disappointed in it, to be honest. Um, they were quite physical in the last game. They're going to be a bit of aerial bombardment. Mm. But again, they didn't even offer a lot. Again, though, again, it was fine for me. But again. I think it was a, a ruse by Nuno saying that uh, it was for the FA Cup. I think he was concerned, like yeah, you said, yeah. that, and Ruddy did it last season. Did a good job, kept a clean sheet at Cardiff. Oh. I think he was. Does it, that, it being against Cardiff and not being in Chelsea suggests he probably won't. Mm. Yeah. I think it, yeah the the um, 
what I was going to say. He almost dropped that clanger early doors, but yeah. no, it was similar to the United game. He had very little to yeah. do, did he? And hardly anything to do. Yeah. I think it's like perhaps we'd have been the game at Molyneux because that's where the United game was. Like the surroundings and the yeah, it's to do with the soil, like with the light from the ball coming yeah. and things like that. Again, not that I'm an expert on goals, yeah. but it's to do with where you are in the yeah. Like the prime example, there was a shot from Pereira that Rudy pulled his hands out the way and let mm. it go out for a goal kick in the second half, mm. and that's to do with getting used to where your posts are, and it does make a difference. Yeah. So it could be something to do with that. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. So we'll have to go and play at Wembley just a week before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I do a charity game. Yeah. Well, the, obviously the only other game before then. Uh, other than the United game was that game against Chelsea. Matt, one all draw. I think very well. Most of all, fans would have been happy with that before the game. It, it, it's it, disappointing. Yeah, it's gutting in the way that it happened. But to get four points off Chelsea this season, to be being in the capital, it's, it's, oh, it's yeah, great. And I would take even when we scored, said to me, "Dad, it's a good draw." Absolutely. Mm. So it's just heartbreaking yeah. the way it was. But they, you know, we we sat deep and we defended well. But I think a point was probably a fair result. I didn't have that sinking feeling that I had no, in the past when it no. went in. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Andy, what did you make of? It was strange how far back we sat. I thought it was. Yeah, I was going. I was going to comment on that. I was surprised though, not how defensively we yeah. were, how we struggled to get out compared to other teams. Sometimes you find against a good team, like I think they've lost maybe twice in a year yeah. or something. Especially they've got a really good record. They're playing a good team, they're the Europa League team, Champions League team, so I think you've just got to take the points and move on. They sometimes. pressed really high as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't think we sat deep, I think we were forced that deep yeah. straight away. They were keeping well, the ball. That's why I think it was Hazard, like within the first five minutes when Sace was on the ball, and Sace was almost at, like, at the bottom. Oh, oh, Jesus, can he get caught here? And the one thing that worried me as well was having him as a left footer on the right, and then I thought, mm. wait, we've got Bolly. On the left as a right footer, so I didn't. <coughs> after I put, put that for away, but uh, as we said, he's been exceptional last just year. Yeah, like Matt says, so. you just have to look at the thing. Everybody they're taking a point beforehand, but yeah. when they scored, they're relevant pretty much. They could have scored a minute after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just look at the score, one one. You get a point. You go on to the next one. It doesn't matter whether when they scored, they scored. That's yeah. it's a good point. I think the, the players were frustrated in the way that they conceded because they'd had this plan to back off Hazard the whole game. And then there's a burst in time, and then uh, Matteo turned his back slightly in the yeah. other side to Patricio. Just a couple of tiny little things. That's the difference between where we are and where the top four team. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a point. Obviously, we've had the game against Manchester United since um, league game wise. Have they sorted the Arsenal game out? I still no, don't think no. they've sorted a day out. They've got through Europa League again. Yeah, so That'll end up being in the last week of the season. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, if, be we, a tube, if we look forward to the games, the next few games coming up. Um, depending on when the next podcast is, we've got Burnley, uh, United, and Southampton. So potentially two away games there, a home game, and there will be the FA Cup game in between. Two winnable away games. Yeah. yeah. So do what do you reckon? Out of that, six points would be happy with, or do you reckon we could go for seven or all nine, or what are we thinking? I was going to say four. 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 Yeah. Four. Southampton will be a trickier game than we yeah. think because they're still fighting down there. Also, Burnley. Well, Burnley are to be fair, but Burnley yeah. are, but I think. They're not, even though they're higher in the table, I don't think they're as good as... And Southampton, I don't know, since he's gone in there, it's kind of rabbit I agree, I'd take four or five points all day. Mm. Yeah. yeah four I, I think we're losing United, though. Yeah, if you can play two away games in a home game and get a five-point, you're doing well. Yeah. The, the good thing, though, obviously, we're so safe. We can start experimenting with different formations and different people in different positions ready for next season because I think that was one thing that we struggled with October time was that we didn't have a plan B. Mm-hmm. So we need we have got plan A, plan B, 
just working on plan C ready for if things go wrong in August, September. Or a you know, European campaign, can we have another formation for that? Do you think if we do go into the Europa League that we'll have to bulk up the squad to go away from what is I think we only need four players four probably. Because well, we've got eighteen but in the squad now. But if we're saying that we need players that are as good better than what we've got, mm. those players are probably gonna cost twenty million plus. Yeah. So we're looking at hundred million plus for just I, those I players. think the key the key is to have at least two players. good players in, in, in each position more or less. Um, and then one maybe that's quite versatile that can play in a few okay, positions. So what do you three see as areas where we need to buy them from? So I think goalkeeper you're fine with, left uh, left side you're alright with, right side you could do with a player, centre back you could probably do with one or two, central midfield you could probably do with another one, because you've got Sace who's quite versatile there anyway, and probably one, maybe two strikers. Yeah. I'm not saying all permanent deals, because yeah. I think you could get away with one or two decent loans. That loan to buy works really well for us. Yeah. Oh, I think we've done that very well since Kenny Jackett came in as well, and yeah. to James Henry, Michael Jacobs mm. and so on. Mm. Um, and I think it's just carried on ever since. I think it's very rare for Wolves not to put it in now. I think yeah. we haven't since then. I think everyone yeah, says that, that Johnny wasn't didn't have one, but we obviously had something. No, no, it was agreed with Johnny. Yeah, yeah. There was that Iranian player that... There was an obligation yeah, to buy it. Yeah, yeah, that's what they've done. Yeah. But I like that. I like the fact that we didn't will to them. We didn't go to their terms <laughs> if we didn't want it. They wanted us to make sure we were going to buy an obligation. We said, no, we want the option in our favour. Yeah. And they go, no, we go, all right. Yeah. I mean, you can understand why the club is sceptical, you know. Oh. An Iranian playing in the Russian league isn't a dead cert. Yeah. And he's moved an okay since he's actually he's, he's moved since to go he's to. to yeah. Oh, that's where he's gone. Yeah, 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 Posting have learned, don't they, from their first transfer window when they signed Ola John and. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, to be fair, Ola John didn't have a. Someone told me Mendes. Someone yeah. told me Mendes and the top player from uh, Blow the Day last night. I don't know if that's. Yeah, yeah I thought it was. I didn't see him, but I, I did see them. I'd have presumed they'd have been there, but I didn't see them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we've got we've got quite a few questions from everyone on Twitter. Um, <laughs> let's start off with a couple to do with the United game and man of the matches from the Man U game. Matt. It's quite hard to pin one down on one particular player. Yeah. I think. Matinho. Probably go with Matinho or Neves. Yeah. I thought all the three central midfielders played well, but you've got to look at Matinho. He drove mm. the game on. He was absolutely Rolls-Royce yeah. footballer. Tom? I actually said, when, when they put it up on the screen, for some reason, Sace was the first name that came to my head. Mm. He's been re- since he's come back into the team. Yeah. Yeah. He's been I don't think the back three had much to do. No, no, I don't think not that they had bad games. No, no, they all had good games, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but obviously Matinho's head and shoulders above anybody else in the team. Yeah, I've uh, got one from um, Michael Beebe. How will you remember Nuno when he decides to leave the club? I think that's a bit He's of never going to leave. <laughs> I think that's a bit of a, a, a vague one anyway because he could leave on the worst terms ever, couldn't yeah. he? Like he, he could. Yeah. Well, uh, I remember when we went on that that run where we didn't win in what eight games or something, mm-hmm. and me and you were saying if he doesn't win, get anything for the next three. I don't think any of our fans were negative against him. Really. No, 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 we said that. Like, we, we what said. we said, like we were being had sensible heads on because yeah. we, we were like, right, he's not staying on the bounce. If we don't turn it around by, by just after Christmas, he's yeah. in trouble. Which, you know, if any any manager, you know, yeah. any manager, 11, 12 games. And we had like so, like there were some people agreeing with us and I was like, we weren't saying that we wanted him to fail no. and we wanted him to have the sack, but no. you look at folks and they're, they're Co- ruthless. It's all about credit in the bank, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. you know what he can do, but like you said, if you don't win ten games, yeah, you're gonna be put under pressure, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so. But if he was to leave tomorrow, he'd be lovely. Uh, yeah. My overriding memory would be uh, 
the Middlesbrough game mm. and, yeah. the, and the Cardiff game still. Build the statue for that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's already cemented his place. As a it's not even just his managerial bids, he's his yeah. personal. Unless he went to the Albion. It's everything that goes, isn't it? But yeah. it's the fact that he's taken the effort to go and research the history of the club. Oh, I've got a question from Joe. He said, how long do you think it takes a Dharma to dye his hair like that? Do you he's got foils in that? Do you have foils in? So you're asking me yeah. like a nose. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a nose. No. That kind of we don't know. I don't think um, I don't know, I reckon it's a, I reckon it's three or four hours in the hairdresser job. I think he's got a bucket of bleach by the side of his bed and he just <laughs> puts that in the it morning. It's, it's class though. Part of his training regime every yeah. morning, a bit of a top. I think it makes him more aerodynamic. That's probably I think probably he's thinking he could have another couple of miles per hour. Got a secret. Alright, yeah, Tom Woody, uh, friend of the channel. He says as part of the Steve Ball stand redevelopment plan, would you back the idea of a, a statue for Steve Ball? Absolutely. No. No, for me. No. Why? Yes, not till you die. Yeah. Really? So you think? You think the thing, but you can only have a statue once you die, in my opinion. We're not. It's not Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> or or Michael Jackson. The thing is, though, like, I thought, like, he obviously, he obviously he's got a stand, but I cannot see for the next, for the next <laughs> 60, 70 years, anyone, unless they're exceptional, getting close to his record. You need, with the loyalty in football, no one's going to break that record. No. Because we're not going to go down to yeah. Division 4 and play against... Well, the you need an exceptional kid to either be signed or come into the academy at 18 and be in his career... He's got 20 three. goals a season for he the game. He obviously deserves a statue. It's just whether you give him one now or you give him one when he... Well, you do believe that, like... I think yeah, having the stand named after him, I think yeah. he's enough at the moment. I think... It depends how we, you know... Children now, how do they see him? They, yeah, like, they, how, do we, how do we see him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you would have never seen him play, would you? No, I never no, saw him. My dad used to whack the record back. Yeah. And I only saw him right at the end. I think he deserves a, deserves a statue, to be honest. Hopefully this one looks like him, because Sir Jack Allen looks more like Neil Warnock. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. The other two are brilliant. brilliant. The other two are really They're brilliant. brilliant, but it's yeah. the same fella. Yeah, yeah. But like my mate said, and it's a good point, it's a lot easier, because we know what Sir Jack Hayward looks like, where yeah. we... Don't really yeah. know yeah. so much. The thing with Jack Hayward though was well, he had obviously had the white hair and he, like he. Like, I've seen his rubbish as well. Yeah, he never did that. He never did that running. Yeah, there's not a picture of him doing that. Winning, winning the marathon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that across. Yeah, uh, it's terrible. He does look like Neil Warnock. Grandstand thinking. Um, Liam Bagnall said, "Name two players you would like to sign in the summer, excluding the current loanees." I was thinking about this one earlier. Mm-hmm. Last time. <laughs> he's going to say he's like any kind of regulation but a young Felix get him down realistic yeah realistic ones have you seen Brahimi Brahimi don't they hate Nuno yeah don't they hate Nuno didn't uh, yeah, I suppose we've hated Nuno and then we've still yeah, played I was just thinking would Brahimi fit in there where would he play because he's a bit of a winger very costly Phil Billy from Huddersfield yeah I like him as well yeah great player I think he'd do well in our system. Yeah. Especially if they go down. I, I think he's probably got some sort of release clause on there, relegation yeah. release clause. But he's still getting That's quite a drop in recently for Prepro Lloyd in play yesterday was on the bench. So yeah. Probably preparing yeah. to lose him anyway. I can't think of any I'm names, probably, but yeah, I'll just yeah. go by positions. I think we definitely need another nine and I think yeah. we need another right centre back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe not Vardy, but somebody very much like him. I think he's as well. I'm not writing him off at all because obviously him and but it's not like he, you know he's at his prime now. And a couple of years down the line, you know he's going to be heading into his thirties. You know what I mean? So you you do have well, to still got a good four years. Oh yeah, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. You do have to start sort of like keeping one eye on. I just think we need someone who's 
an electric log bar that it was Imagine off, the, off, off the, the board. chances he would get through yeah. Levis. I thought, I did think like he wouldn't be a bad sign. Do you think we need somebody like a number 10 as another option to play something slightly different, especially if, if we've got two forwards? Christian Matin, a bigger than younger. Mm. I'm not saying to change a formation as in playing yeah. I wish we'd sort of change Madison. Probably not. No. 
in terms of this, man. I, I think he's got the ability, but as you say, like sometimes you do. But it's hard. Championship, he's literally could, one of those players he could be the anything he wanted to be, or he could be on non league doing nothing. He's that, he's that fluctuated either. Is this selfishness? Is this selfishness at times last season? He wants to beat a man, then go back, beat him again, yeah. then go back and beat him again. Oh, he's trying to like hold on to a game, and Nuno's bringing him on. He's, a street, oh. he's a street footballer, he hasn't got no but He plays like, what, like he's never football, been coached, yeah. if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. So, I say he doesn't think he just tries to dribble. Like a bit like a domino at times, I yeah. think as well. Like, yeah. Decent comparison. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think that is all the. I'm only a domino. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like a cult following. <laughs> <laughs> right then, that has been episode two of the Talking Wolves podcast. Um, you can obviously listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, any podcast app, uh, YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Um, and I like the video. If you're on obviously any of the podcast platforms, uh, follow us and leave a review if you can as well. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you just type Talking Wolves, you'll find us. Matt, if you want to give yourself a plug. Sorry? A plug. Come on, podcast. Um, <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter and oh. Instagram. Uh, <laughs> at M. Cooper writes, writes as in. This is meant to be a family podcast. Be, uh, at Dave as a party on Twitter. Andy. At Andrew D. Dickens. Tom. Uh, if you just look on YouTube for the old golden black. There we go. Um, but yeah, thanks a lot for the support. We'll be back in about four weeks' time for episode three. God's sake, mate. Will it be after the, be after the <laughs> FA Cup semi final? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, thanks for listening. Thank and I'll you. see you all very soon. Bye.